But you know what? The blue light is on, so it's like we're taping. Only there's no tape. <laughs> because we're in the future! The future is now. The future is no, now. No, the future is tomorrow. Now is now. <laughs> the future is tomorrow's yesterday. Oh, God. It's so confusing. Welcome to Extreme Tasting League Scotch Edition. I'm one of your hosts, Perrin. I'm Zedius, and we're not going to plaid. <laughs> And why don't you introduce yourself? I'm Meredith. And we have a guest. I'm Shannon. Yay! Couldn't keep her in the basement. We needed no. to have her at the fundraiser. That's true. <laughs> You're lucky. Normally we keep our guests in the basement for two weeks. Is that how it works usually? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So why don't I, <laughs> I feel lucky. Oh, pour, please. Yeah. Pour some booze. Ooh, pretty. Glug, glug, glug. Glug, 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 glug. That, 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 that's a great sound. I, I like that sound. It too. is a good sound. Here, let's see if it'll pick it up. We'll just be real quiet. I mean, it's definitely going to get the clink of the glass. <laughs> you <laughs> talked over it again. <laughs> what a shock. Wait, Sidious is an asshole? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, my beliefs are shattered. <laughs> There, I didn't that time. It's beautiful. <laughs> All right, so we, we've got another one of those super arismatic noses again. Either that or this, it's just this, like the pause between. Is the Kamet, by the way. K-A-M-E-T. Kamet. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> so we've got another uh, amber. Yeah, this is actually, I think, the... This is a pretty dark amber. It's very pretty. Yeah. Ooh, that's, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's not messing around. Although, it's a it's kind of a one note. I'm not. I'm enjoying the note. <laughs> oh, see, I was, and now I'm not. It started with a nice caramel, and now it's souring. Oh. Souring? I thought you were going to say, it's banana. I mean, it's souring, but not that kind of sour yet. You know, if I were going to say one note, the note I would say isn't caramel. The note I would say is oak. That's pretty good. See, maybe mm-hmm. that's where it's going as it's getting tannic as, as I sit with it. And I would have said slightly alcoholy. Yeah. I'm, I, yeah, I'm, I'm not you. I'm not saying it's a terrible thing, but... Well, I mean, given given that, again, I was getting the nose on the table, that, that speaks to a, a certain amount. Okay, of, so of for vapors. the first time ever, I caught something. And usually I'm just like, this smells like Scotch. Christmas or scotch or, you know... But I got sort of an orangey kind of situation. Nice. So I don't know what that means. No, I can, I can, I can. Orange. I, I always have to watch it because oh, yeah. I can see the citrus. I'm I like, can see the citrus. No, technically I can't. But that was the first, like, I really, and I'm, now that I'm thinking about it, now I'm really, really smiling. It's really reminding me of an old-fashioned. Mm-hmm. You know, with the caramely it, and absolutely, the orange. Maybe yeah. there's a bit of cherry in there. Yeah. Uh-oh. All right, so I think I've figured mm, out like what the souring was. Just tell us of the souring. I think it is like decomposing straw. Sidious, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to hit you, but... You're going to picture it in your mind's eye. Decomposing straw. I think that's the most arrogant thing I've ever heard you say. What? <laughs> For a while. It's pretentious, well, not arrogant. Uh, oh, I you're was, right. No, I, you're right. You're right. It's the most pretentious I, thing. <laughs> I was going to say, 
Surely you've heard him say something that's worse than that. I don't know that I have. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to side with her. I don't think she has. <laughs> good job, Sidious. You've been in good behavior. Oh, well, I, well, much of our socialization has been a convergence and on, when I'm on panels and you're in the audience, and so I kind of have to behave myself there. And then on the show, <laughs> the level to which I behave myself varies on how much Dave is out-assholing me. So... <laughs> Or assholing. Right. Uh, did you just take a sip? Yes, I did. Okay, you good. Like or something horrible has happened. It was exciting. So, so I, you okay. should all you should all try it. Are we all doing it once? I, was, I, I, I guess we okay. should. Clink. <laughs> yeah, that's that's got a lot of orange mm. in it still for me. I I got. I, I hear was, a siren. Does mine, anyone else? Yeah. Mine was okay, more good. lemony. But, lemony. But okay. uh, the the citrus. Uh, yeah, and then. It's followed by... A siren. I was going to say hamster bedding. <laughs> hamster bedding! <laughs> so I put my nose in to sip, and I just... I got bananas. Just for a moment there. You got bananas or you got bananas? She's getting revenge is what she's getting. <laughs> <laughs> she's also not entirely wrong. You getting um, bananas? I, like I, banana I, popsicles I, well, or I'm, bananas? I'm getting... Something in, that's in a that totally different kind of banana. Right. Yeah, I love a banana popsicle. They're hard to find. Here's, and root beer. Here's a critical banana fact you should know. Oh, I want to know. When somebody at a bar says, "I can't make a banana daiquiri because I'm out of bananas, but I've got banana liqueur," it's practically the same thing. That's not true. They're lying. Yeah, that's that's a huge lie. Yeah. I was young and didn't know oh. any better, and they took me in. And then they made me a daiquiri. Because they were pissed to, they were making a daiquiri. And it does not <laughs> taste like a banana daiquiri. No siree. Perrin, I have a terrible story about banana liqueur. Mm. As well you should. Yeah, I It think... gets worse because it starts with Malort. Oh, yes. Oh. That does make it worse. That, well, that's the, I believe that's know... their motto. We make anything worse. <laughs> so there's a drink... That this past convergence we came up with, right? And it's called The 100 Problems. And it's 99 Bananas and Malort. And honestly, the two are improved by the friendship. But given what you're starting with, it's an interesting suggestion. Wow. That's rude. I'm very sorry. This whiskey is great. Let's talk more about that. See, I I, I am not going to agree with you on that. I'll have yours. I'm... It is... Aggressive up front, and the finish. <laughs> I'm not going to describe it because I, if you're enjoying it, I don't want to be nasty. About no, no, it. be be nasty about it because I think the things I like about this mm-hmm. are different from the things you hate. I don't like the finish. I like the start the, and the mid. The finish reminds me. You know how I said hamster bedding? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When it's been peed in by hamsters. Wow, that's uh, it's it's got this sort of urine. Yeah, <laughs> that's like a now Chardonnay I'm I'm, for me. I'm making some assumptions based <laughs> on smell taste combo because I've never tried to eat. Well, that was my next question. Urine. There is an assumption here. You ordered a I'm, banana daiquiri, and they were like, "You know, it's just like that." Certain, certain bit of ammonia to it, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Oh, ammonia. That's rough. It's That's not. Right. It's not an overwhelming. I'm not trying to make this sound like it's like drinking urine, 
But um, <laughs> ammonia soaked banana peel. Yay! We just lost the sponsorship for Kamet. If that's how uh, you say it. I'm not really thinking we were in the in the running, but you're right. Um, that's okay. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not wowed by the finish there, and the alcohol burn is very strong too. Is this cask strength? No. Oh. This is forty-six percent. Has a very potent forty-six. I see. <coughs> so, if you want alcohol that passes for cask strength, yeah. Mm-hmm. My, my, so, my, my tongue oh, is getting away from being numb now. I'm. Ah. I'm not digging this one too much, but I'm mm. going to see what happens when you add water. Okay. I'm excited. Oh, you need some water here. Oh, we do. Oh, need yeah, water. we needed to grab the other water bottle. I, I, I knew there was something that I needed to do. Thank you. <laughs> Could you pass the? I'm gonna do the nosing. My nose needs to be reset. All right, that's reset. Yeah. No, there, there, there was a um, like a cereal grainness to this, and then yeah, the, the the banana. I mean, specifically more banana peel for me. Yeah, I I did not care for that to start with. It, it, this is an Indian single malt. We we haven't specified mm-hmm. that. So yeah. so the next the next pair are going to be uh, single malts from India, and I have Ooh. generally not done well with those. So my expectations. But, but I've loved. Yeah, you you like. I've them. loved the single malts I've had from India before. So this is fascinating. Um, Tell me more about the, Indian. Well, the big thing to, the big thing to know about Indian single malts is they tend to be young. Because the not always, but they are often stored at a higher elevation. Oh, because they are usually sure. getting mountain water, mm-hmm. and so the distilleries are are elevated. And when you get higher, the angel share, which is the amount of the scotch that as as the scotch breathes through the wood, which is how it it, it moves out into the wood and moves back from the wood, and that is how it picks up the qualities of the mm-hmm. wood. Well, when you're at a higher elevation, the amount that exits... And goes into the hamster cages? Goes way up. Goes way up. And so the normal angel's share is like 3 to... Around 3%. 3%. Okay. And uh, I don't know exactly, but it's more like... 8 to 10 at least. Yeah. So every year, you're losing 8 to 10% of your cask. That's a lot. That's amazing. And so... If they let it go twenty one years, like there'd be nothing left. Here's your here's your glass. Mm. Um, and a so, taste of wood. Yeah, and so, but it does allow it to pick up things quicker mm-hmm. and differently. And so, I've really enjoyed. I'm trying to remember the name of the the, the Amrut is the Amrut. Amrut. one. Yeah, and yeah. I loved it, but you know, not so much the Kamet. Can I talk about this whiskey? Sure, please do. Yeah. I'd love it if there was somebody who was like, I think it's awesome. <laughs> I don't know if I would use the word awesome, but I would say I think it's great. Now, if it were a single, on its own, sipping whiskey, really fancy, mm, I might have slightly different expectations, you know, and I'm going into this blind. But it's oaky. It's, it's a lot of things I really like in a whiskey. It does definitely feel a bit noisy. It's a bit harsh. But... I like the oakiness. It seems like there's an interesting sort of um, a bitterness near the end. It, it reminds me of some sort of woody flavor. Uh, and there's some nuance in there that kind of comes out with it. Um, I don't know if it's wormwood, but it might be. It also might just be sort of reminiscent of wood alcohol, which might not be complimentary. Um, I also got little bits of notes of peaches and um, 
some uh, some caramel in there. Cool. I liked it. Um, I think it smells great, but I am also just terribly uh, sensitive to anything that smells like a tree. So <laughs> I might be easy to please. I would say it's not very peaty. It's, no. It smells sweet, but it doesn't taste sweet. It sort of does the coffee thing where the aroma doesn't quite match the taste. On On wet... It's much more mild for the nose, yeah. but yeah. I am picking up some sweet, sweet notes. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll go with the peach and the oak and, and the nose with it wet for sure. Mm-hmm. My first drink with it wet, I was actually surprised it tasted just a hint of salty, and I thought that was interesting. There's a little salt in the nose, too. Yeah. I will say, while the alcohol comes out much more strongly wet, overall I like it more. Yeah. Oh, that hint of I liked orange. it more right up until that moment. <laughs> I got a hint of orange um, in the palette with it wet. The finish, um, interesting. This is actually, I'm, I'm, I can't decide if I dislike it or like it because it's really weird. In the finish, I'm getting, God, what is that? I'm not sure what I'm, what I'm tasting in the finish. Is that weird kind of bitterness? It's a salty, it's umami. Mmm. Which I don't know if I've ever said in conjunction with yeah, a scotch Yeah, that's before. fascinating. But I've also never heard, like, you know, hamster shavings in them. Yeah, what well, was it? generally one shouldn't. Just, <laughs> I'm going to make a judgment call on that and say that's generally, there's, there's no time to be like, oh, God, this is the best hamster shavings. Oh, I love this. Clean, fresh shavings. That's just like a, a, a cedary yeah. wood. Sure. I'm eating a little orange, a little peach, and a little balsa wood. Ah, uh, yeah. I can see balsa. Hmm. I added a little more water. The nose is pretty much gone at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm really struck by the orange still. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, the it's overpowering everything for me. I'm getting a very, God, there's, so it's, 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 a, it's an astringent um, oakiness at the end, but there's this quality that I cannot put words to. It's both this odd combination of uh, an unpleasant, it's something unpleasant, <laughs> and and yet kind of nice. I, I don't... It contains multitudes. Yeah. It's yeah. just that I'm not expecting it. Like, oh, I just, I have these, it's got moments of despair. <laughs> just like, well, that's, finding um... it to be hilarious. <laughs> And I don't disagree. No, I, I, I mean it's like no, I think I'm amused by the fact that I'm like this is both horrible and fascinating. Yeah, <laughs> extra water definitely kills the nose. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a palate reset and try. I, I get it. where you're coming from with that complex finish with some. Oh, is that the packaging? Yeah. Oh hell yeah. Okay, oh, I'm gonna need to look at that up close. It, after it has a funky reveal. bird. It is it is a deep green, perhaps a deep forest green. Like an African yeah. with a yeah. with a bronze, not not no, no, copper. It, it's like a darker copper. It's, it's so a beautiful. Copper decorations. Yeah. Yeah, I, I will Although say the Indian tone. There's copper and almost burgundy or purple. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the Indian single malt packaging um, generally does not disappoint. Yeah. Well, that's when, when you get packaging. Oftentimes, it's just loose bottles, but for for this one, we actually have the. Yeah. Oh dear. Was there a pun on the back, like oh, on a popsicle stick? I, I, I want to do the taste of it wet before. We... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm oh, holding okay. off. I'm just. I'm done. So I thought I would take a look. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm getting the hay finally. I wasn't getting that much of it, but sort of a salty hay is what's coming out for me more when it's wet. Okay, super wet. I'm also getting something super weird that I know I should be able to identify, and I, I can't quite. Yeah, umami is the best thing I can come up with for it, too. Yeah, that, I, that really... Are you sure it's not wormwood? I, I am I, not familiar enough with wormwood yeah. to be able to say. I'm so sorry to tell you this, Cedius, but you need to drink more Malort. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm unemployed, and you still couldn't pay me enough for that. Okay, so this... I would rather have that baiju again than... I liked the baiju. Well, I, I, I kind of did, too, but it was definitely not... A normal flavor. <laughs> like, the, the baiju itself was fine. The burp afterwards was not. Not great. Oh, no. It wasn't great. Okay. <clears throat> this is Kemet Single Malt Whiskey. <laughs> this is not a label. It is a story. Yeah, it is. A story of an ancient mountain that time had forgotten, nestled in the Himalayas. It is a story of a battleground where victories were won. It is a story of love, romance, of six-row barley and whispers blowing in the wind. Wow. A story told by a parrot, our traditional messenger. Open the bottle, and you'll find yourself in the thick of the tale. So did they... A story told by a parrot? Yes. So it's Ah! it's not that many words then, is what you're saying. It's a lot of repetition. But the thing that I love almost more than anything is it has an ingredients list. Oh. Oh, cool. Okay, so all these things I want to hear. Because all I got was orange. Desinerized water. What? Malt spirit. Sure. My list is done. <laughs> no! no! No, I mean, that's, that's to, to be a single malt, that's really all yeah, you can have. But that's the reason I think it's so funny, is that they list I was wanting more the there. two things that you are required to have. I to mean, be- honestly, the fact that it's demineralized is weird. Mm-hmm. Usually it's, it's like you take it straight water. from the stream, because the, that's, that's... The mineralized part of it gives is, it, it's is layered. a... Yeah. 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 So, um, non-chill filtered, no added color, customer care number. Sure, well, that's blah, blah, important. Blah. Yeah, don't say it out loud. The the other part. Five, five, five. Oh, I'm holding this. You may. And uh, you, they have no tasting notes. You know when you were talking about the angel's share being mm-hmm. like disproportionately large because of the elevation? Mm-hmm. I wonder if that's why they use demineralized water. Is because they'd need so much more of the water or something like that? But you would think that in that usually, case the ratio would be the same. Usually bragging about... The water comes from a wee burn that sprung up from the foot of George Burns as he strode across the glen. And is then processed, right? They're not using it raw from the river, right? Mm. Oh, really? Unless the quality of the water has been degraded, it's pretty much shoot that water in here and let's go. And that's why they generally take it from a spring. I mean... Mm -hmm. Before it can get contaminated by much else. Yeah, that makes sense. I wouldn't, I mean, I'm sure it goes through a filtering process to ensure that any biological... Right. Um, sure. I mean, on the other hand, it is also added to strong alcohol spirit. So, I mean... You want to see Well, this? I mean, I mean so they make beautiful. sure they make sure that the... Uh, they pasteurize the water? Twigs, twigs are not... Oh, well, yeah, right, yeah. Well, you could just run through cheese Wait a minute, that. wait a minute. We've forgotten something very important. The Surgeon General's warning? No. 
matured in X bourbon casks. Oh, I forgot to yeah. mention X wine casks and, and X sherry casks. Yeah, I, was gonna, yeah. I had forgotten to mention that there were. It was a three three aging. No wonder we were getting so much fruit. Yeah, there's a lot going on. No wonder I was like, oh, it's sort of like a bourbon, which are my friends. I, I, I was going to say the bourbonness was the part I liked, and the and the wine was probably the part that I didn't, and the sherry. It would depend on the sherry. I, I am wonder. Sad. If, I'm just. I'm sad they don't list what wine. Yeah, I wonder if that umami you were getting was from the wine. Hmm. It could. It could be. I mean, it, I, it, I've had bourbon. It's a bit of a mystery. I, I've had sherry. I've had a number of wine. But when you don't list, what I also wonder, and and I'm not trying to be snarky about it, the fact that they don't list a particular wine, which is almost invariably a bragging point of of a scotch. Was it good wine? No, well, I'm thinking it is whatever wine casks they have, and it's not a single... Oh. um, A little of this, little of that, and it mixes together. mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's why it doesn't specify the, these are uh, Cabernet Sauvignon, these are Pinot Grigio, these are... Or it might be like a a wine that was, you know, more of a a table wine, so it's a a variance of grape, so it's not really one kind of anything. But but even there, it it makes it a mix of wine flavoring, so I'm wondering if, if you... That's part of what makes it what it is. I wonder if it's a local wine, alternatively. Yeah, yeah. It could be that it just, there's no point in saying. That would be cool. But but I'd almost, even even if it is like, you know, some local varietal. Call it out. They they put that there. They call it out as, this is a blurgy blurg. Wine cast. Unless they feel that would help it. I mean, the, the genericness of it might help it sell outside of the local area. That's what I was hoping. Also possible. I'm just... Which makes me wonder about whatever local varietal, but, you know, it's... Mm-hmm. It's imported um, by... It, it's it's imported in Sausalito, California. <laughs> I, uh, I diluted the heck out of it, and I'm, I'm getting some simple vanilla notes along with the oak at this point. It's It's... So, I'm easy to please in that. So, so, so thinking about that umami note I was going to be in, I've got a dark soy sauce that's mushroom infused. It's not quite that, but it's in the ballpark of, of where that was. And, and that's where the salt was. And there was a fungal flavor to it that yeah. was kind of... I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. It was I, interesting I wonder in the if, Minnesotan way of using interesting. <laughs> I wonder if that's a result of that uh, prolonged aging process where... You know, that wood's been sitting for a while. Maybe we're getting more nuances from the wood than we otherwise might. Well, also the fact that it flips between three different barrels after the first oak barrel. Aging. And, and even though this is not Scottish, so it isn't... I don't think legally it has the same rules around... But everybody I know that if you call it a single malt, it's at least aged for three years. Stop. And if you don't do that... And anyone finds out the... Uh, that's not true of the American ones we've had. So I think single malt is just single malt. I don't, again, that's why you just don't usually put the age statement on there. The American ones tend to. And they'll just say age six months, age a year, because we know it's not going to be anything else. But yeah, I, mm. I've never seen an age statement on an Indian single malt. No, no. And I, well, what I'm saying is I'm, I'm betting that these were not two years in a, in a cask and then... I don't know. It... 
with the exception of the Akintoshin, I generally have not enjoyed things that were three wood. Mm-hmm. And even the Akintoshin three wood, it's only because the base Akintoshin is so boring. The three woods gave it character. <laughs> it might <laughs> as well be two wood. It, it, well, it's a lowland. I mean, that's what what you get. But like, sorry, Potter. I I know we like the Akintoshin, but like. In, in terms of things, generally speaking, like one or two woods, generally, my experience is one wood, I'm, I'm likely to enjoy it. Two, <laughs> so it's good. really going to depend. And three, it's just, no, you've, it's it's too far. You, it it, it almost it feels much. like you, you, you're just... You didn't have faith in what you were doing. It's a 12 wood. Yeah. We're just going to pour it. It's, it's got these, the barrels, just it pours like a fountain. And it, it's, it goes to the last and then pumps back up to the first and we just do that for six months. You ever see those elaborate pour-over setups in hipster uh-huh. coffee bars uh-huh. where the coffee goes like all around the room or whatever first? I wonder if they do that with the 12 barrels. <laughs> I hope so. Well, I'll, I'll <laughs> vote. I, I'm going to give this a two, two five. I, I was going to go a little higher, but there, there were enough moments within each each level of wetness that I just didn't enjoy. It, it it wasn't horrible. There were things about it that I could find, oh, that moment or aspect wasn't bad. But overall, meh. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give it a 3.8. I liked awesome. it. That's... Uh, yay. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I, I love the fact... That you had a completely different experience. I really than I did. did. I really did, and I I lack. I don't have as many words, but I liked the way it had. It. I think it really. You sold it for me, Meredith, when you said an old fashioned. Because I was like, "Yep, that's what it is. It's just this really interesting, um, orangey, warm drink," and I really liked it. Plus, pair it. I'm giving the packaging an eight. Because I, it's gorgeous. I could easily see giving it a like a plus a half tenth or a <laughs> because of the... for the packaging because it is some really nice. It packaging. is gorgeous. I'll, I'll give it that. <laughs> and, and, and pretty packaging and I don't get along. So this, this, yeah. This, so that could be it. <laughs> you're staying true. Yeah. It's holding. It's holding. Uh, go ahead, Brent. Uh, I think I'll give it a four. Have I had better whiskeys? Absolutely. Did diluting it make make it any less harsh? Surprisingly, no. But that old-fashionedness yeah. is really interesting. Mm-hmm. I like the sherry thing they got going on. I like the oak and the vanilla. It feels like it could maybe, and maybe this is profane, use some filtration. But, you know, there are a lot of things I liked about it. But it did feel like the execution was just a little bit on the harsh side. It didn't feel fancy, but it did feel like a fun ride. Nice. I hope it wasn't terribly expensive. Terribly, no. And the, the the Indian single malts tend to be a little well, bit more just because yeah. of the import taxes coming. That it, yeah. But it, it wasn't gross. It's not like the other things that are in the room uh, in terms of stuff. And, and this is still better than the things in the room, but that's only because those were so bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, this, this did not speak to me. Uh, I didn't really expect it to. Uh, I, I think Perrin was a touch generous. I'm going to give it a 2, 3, 5. All right. There was enough, this is, oh, this isn't so bad, and then it would be bad, so I'm... I'm yeah, it's Minnesota interesting, and in ways that, like, <laughs> if, if, if I wanted to wreck myself, 
and and shoot something back, I could maybe see myself shooting. Like, ordinarily, I don't shoot my single malts because it's a single malt. This, yeah. This one, no. I, I, I don't want to deal with this. Get it gone. Uh, so, yeah. I Like a parrot. And, and, and I don't know what I would mix this in. I mean, mixing an old-fashioned with this could be interesting. But, oh, yeah. But, like, I have other things that I enjoy more and... I think I would rather have those. And an old-fashioned something I'm certainly going to sit with and enjoy over time. So I, I just, no. No. Not for me. <laughs> and that's okay. Hey, listen, this is how the world... And, and, and this is a great example of how single malt and, and people's palates, like, things yeah. appeal to different people in different ways. And this this is why we do this show. Mm-hmm. Is is mm-hmm. the, if if you are a long time listener and you find that you match my palette, this might not be for you. If you find you match Perrin's, again, this one might. Meredith <laughs> has been on enough shows that if you if you match hers, then you know, you know what you're getting. If you approach a whiskey thinking, you know what, what if it's a bourbon? Yeah, no, <laughs> I think it is very bourbon esque. Yeah. Um, I, By I, the way, I do want I do now want a scotch that is a called. Profane single malt. Oh, that would be. I'd oh, buy yeah. that. Just saying. I mean, it would amuse me. I, I I have connotations with with profane that we'll get into off mic that throw me a little bit. And there's there's going to be people who've been on the show who understand. But yeah. So well, you know, I think it's great. We have a a wide range of tastes. Indeed. And opinions. Indeed. So two weeks ago, when we had you on. Uh, we were talking about the uh, various um, Twin Cities Horror Festival stuff that's coming. Absolutely. And, and as of this coming out, it's still coming or just started? Oh, no, no. It's, it, it, it is still in the future. Yeah, it's the middle. <laughs> it, 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 is, it is later this month. That's right. It'll be it'll be the end of September. Well, it'll, it, actually, it'll be October. October 19th. So no, no, but I mean this, this oh, coming out. Well, in, in theory, this episode should come out sometime in the latter half of September. Right. Not going to avoid me being a responsible individual. So the date is maybe like somewhere around September 28th, optimistically. So Twin Cities Horror Festival is still coming. So if you would like to mention for those listening to this episode, haha, I have time. Oh, no, that that is exactly how it works every time. Mouthful. There is another thing that I could mention. Why don't you mention it? SkullCon is the weekend of September 30th. And SkullCon is an event put on by 10,000 Lakes Gaming. And it has a lot of Pathfinder and Starfinder organized play tables. It's always a fundraiser. I think this year they're raising funds for Tubman, which I believe is a women's shelter, and also a service animal dog charity whose name I've forgotten, but something to do with animals and helping people. They're always just a really good time. They fly in special guests that wrote the scenarios that they are running at the tables. and. Uh, it's really exciting because there's even a few local authors that became published scenario authors through playing with organized play and getting to meet other authors <laughs> and learning that whole thing. Where is this held? It's happening in Plymouth at the Crown Plaza Hotel. I think it begins September 29th, that Friday. Um, and then it runs Saturday and Sunday and I think Thirsty Thurman is coming in. I think Clinton Boomer is coming in. Clinton Boomer is something else. Um, who, if you ever saw online the little, like, barbarian rogue conversation thingies that were very popular maybe, like, three years ago or four years ago, um, he, he wrote those. 
and he'll be in town. Oh, actually, I, I I remember those. Those those were enjoyable. There's a book. He's really nice. He's he's really cool. And Skullcon is really casual. And so most of the time, if you like an author, you can just hang out with them afterwards. <laughs> it's a pretty small group. Uh, so I highly recommend going if you like tabletop role playing stuff. Um, just as a note, it is organized play, and they can happily run you through making and registering a character sheet. You can use pre-gen characters, it's super approachable. Uh, and it's just usually pretty mellow, a really good time. It used to be in Fantasy Flight games, but they outgrew the space. So uh, cool. now they're a little further away. But yeah, super fun. I uh, highly recommend it. They're nice folks. Awesome. And that is Skullcon, S-K-A-L, with a little circle over it, but don't worry, you don't have to put the special character in Google, C-O-N, S-K-A-L-C-O-N. Nice. Hmm. Interesting. That was a long commercial. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> I was looking to see what I had that weekend, so. Right, it's fun. Sadly, I think I will be in Detroit, but. That's a really good excuse. <laughs> I want to go to Detroit, <laughs> but I also want to go to the Twin Cities Horror Festival. Tell Yay! me about it. It runs from the 19th of October to the 29th, and there's 11 different shows, and I am lucky enough, this is my first time being a part of the Horror Fest, and I'm uh, in two shows. Um, I'm performing in one and producing and performing in another one. Hang so. on. Shows? I hear it at a horror festival and I think it's movies. Are, I know. Are these plays? What's these are plays. On? These are live performances um, that range from short plays to the particular piece I'm working on is about witches and it's sort of a cabaret immersive sort of situation. And uh, yeah, it takes place at the Crane Theater, which is in Northeast, which is already like a spooky, cool awesome space so i just you get in the mood for horror fest the minute you walk in and uh you can see the shows are only an hour so you can see a couple shows two or three shows a night and it's really fun so i'm very excited sounds neat yeah it is and i have no direct connection to it but i want to put the word out there that uh when i was at house on the rock back in april (sighs) i'm sorry in june uh, in October, they do a special thing. Ordinarily, they close up by 5. But in October, uh, they run some sort of Halloween-themed spooky nonsense in the third wing, which is the wing with the carousel. Ooh. So anyone who's been there... And the doll knows, heads. And the doll head carousel. Yes. And, <laughs> and so b- basically, if, if, if you're a fan of the Magnus Archives, strong stranger vibes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so uh, a friend of mine and I who, who went in June, uh, not April, uh, are, are thinking about going back uh, in possibly the first, maybe the second weekend in October because I, I'm pretty sure it's, I'm, I think it's all month long, um, but it's a, it's a uh, after dark thing. Yeah, and it's, that's it's, on my list to do. I've done the Santas. They have like 6,000 Santas. House on the Rock is probably one of my favorite places. I We, we are in really wanting to take our kiddo. Oh yeah, she's getting to be the perfect age. Mm-hmm. It's I, so cool. I have never been to the House on the Rock and I want to know, Cedius, based on your assessment of the place, is the right time to go for the very first time after dark in October? Um, You'll get a different experience than the standard experience of going because it's it's localized to just a third of the venue. Oh, they won't open up the whole thing just no, the third it's, wing. It's just so what you do for the, is for the you would go during the day and then come back and then for come the after dark. Yeah, which would be pretty cool. I mean, I you know, 
There's no and, wrong and, way to do house on the and, 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 and we can arrange this going because, like I said, this would likely that we're going anyway. So we, we, we can talk about schedule. Oh my gosh. Please take by, pictures. By the way, I am disappointed. And, and maybe there is, but I have yet to find the post apocalyptic book featuring House on the Rock. Ooh. That, that <laughs> would be interesting. You, you would there's think, so much. There's so much. Like I, revelations I at the end of it, too. I with don't the, know. Whether, whether you say people have taken shelter there from the zombie oh, apocalypse or whether there is some sort of weird magic thing and that's the, the start. I mean, there are so many different ways it could go. Oh, no, I want the Canticle for Lebowitz house mm. on the rock story because that can but, be... American but, God's house on the rock, not enough for you. No, I see how it no, goes. No, I, I, I do not consider that a post-apocalyptic. And that's, that's true, but I'm just saying you aren't content with Neil Gaiman. <laughs> No, because he needs to keep writing more. Oh, that's, that's true. Unfair. All right. Oh, gosh. Second one. Okay. And this is also an Indian. This is another Indian. Yeah, okay. we're, we're, we're doing a theme on the email. I love this. I didn't even know it existed. Oh. 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 There it is. There it is. <laughs> Whoop. It was a funny cork pop. That was a good sound. One of our favorites. <laughs> followed by that it has mm-hmm. a very similar color to the camet if that's how you say it that's how we're gonna say it oops <laughs> there was a drip it's a little lighter in color but it has that orangey kind yeah, of yeah it, it, it's still amber but it's it's more of a golden amber than a dark amber for mm-hmm. sure mm-hmm. i smelled it i can't smell it at all sitting on the table i'm just kind of letting it see what happens see she's got whiskey on my face <laughs> Sorry. Didn't mean to do that. And he didn't charge you a dime. <laughs> I, I I set the glass down a little too much in a pot. Oh, is that weird that I have head. like a like a? It's not. That's dumb. That I feel like it's a little peaty. It smells like molasses to me. I I, I catch like the mm. smoke. Something. Mm. Yeah, there's a little smokiness there. I'm panicking. Your nose has been lying to you your entire life. No. No, I just... There, 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 there's a rum quality to the nose. So, yeah, molasses-y. I get a lot of smoke in that. That's all yeah. I'm getting right now. I got maybe some coffee. Maybe I need to reset. I like to shove a little coffee Ooh. up each nostril. Have we Do talked about our, our coffee... Wait a minute. That's a different bag. It, 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 it is, and, and, and the, the branding oh. is uh, not what it was for reasons. We don't need to talk about our coffee friend. We need to just say, if you need to reset your nose, they got less friendly. snort coffee. Oh. Yeah, no, the, the yes. So we, we, we still keep coffee around um, for, for, for the reset purpose, mm-hmm. but we, we, we no longer have the uh, the local endorsement that we had uh, where, where they scratched our back and we scratched theirs. Did they not like our assessment of a whiskey? Uh, it had nothing to do with us. We, we'll, we'll, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll follow up there. <laughs> oh, right. I was just thinking... I'm, getting, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was just imagining this parallel universe in which we did a, a tasting of their coffee, or maybe they did a collaboration with some sort of, of distillery, and we tasted it, and then they were like, no, the stream shall never cross. We can no longer sponsor podcasts. They have drank the coffee, not merely smelled it. This this shall not stand. <laughs> it's been a while since I was here, so I'm, I'm yeah, noticing what's little, different. A little honey. A little honey. Um, yeah, there's a sweetness. It's mm. a very mild nose. 
Com- compared to what we've had in the last two two uh, episodes, I'd agree. Yeah. I, I had to look for the molasses. It was there, though. You know? Yeah, I'm still getting... It's stopping now, but those first moments were really smoky to me. I, mean, I, I, can, I can see where you went with smoke. I'm also getting a bit of, like, dolce de leche. Like, like a very light caramel. Not a heavy caramel. Like a light caramel near the end. See, I'm, so I was getting more of that than the honey, but there's, there's definitely something in that brand that's I sweet. I wish I had more light caramel. Like at the end of the nose. Like right when you mm-hmm. stop breathing in a bit. That's what I'm catching. <laughs> what you thinking, Farron? I'm happy. <laughs> yeah? I'm having some happy here. What are, what are your favorite happy? Now, ones? it's a little astringent on the finish. Oh, you drank it. I did. Oh, gosh, I was going to watch your face. Dang uh, it. You got to see my face just now. Okay, so you're guys. still happy. Yes. Yeah, I was happy. Face. His oh my God face is much better than his yeah, it's, it's hard to miss that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he, he's, he's very expressive when it's a not good. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> this is great. I said that about the last one too, but this is like smooth. It's it's smooth. Um, it warms up slowly. It's a pleasant heat. I don't. I don't. It's not abrasive. I would say, and I hate to say this because you don't like smoke. Yeah. I'm getting a nice chewing on charcoal. Yeah. Smoke and charcoal. Yeah. And I'm sorry about that. No, don't but apologize. I'm loving this. Um, it's a little sweet too. There's a there's a light sweetness. Uh, in the background, I mean, honestly, it is just ex- just um, extinguished oak, so I'm, uh, a very robust smoke flavor with some of that charcoal quality, mm-hmm. and the astringent mm-hmm. at the end is the the oak in the the burn. Mm-hmm. That's that's mm-hmm. what I'm I'm picking up across this. Yeah, it. It's striking me as really sweet. I'm getting a lot of sweet vanilla up front. It drinks really smooth. It's I would describe it as friendly and uh, socially astute uh, in that it, it doesn't come on too strong. I never feel like it oversteps. Um, but it's it's got some core in the middle. I'm, I'm catching that charcoal. And, and, you know, maybe they use the, the burn stave to stir a, a, a vanilla honey mixture. Are they allowed to? They're not allowed to do that. That's illegal in single malt. They can only put in malt. I'm in... speaking metaphorically. Oh. Ah. But. That was good. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. I'm going to see if I can have pretensions myself. So so this is an oak table, recently cleaned with lemon pledge, yeah. thrown into a fire, which you then lick. Lemon pledge? Yeah. No. That's what I got. I mean, I, I, I accept what you, I accept your... But uh, nope, not my so. nope, my nope is not. You're wrong. My nope is that's not where my. Yeah. No. I'm. I'm. I'm getting. I'm getting some lemon. I'm getting some astringent. I'm getting the oak, and I'm getting the smoke. I'm getting a lot of smoke. Are you getting any fruit? Because I'm getting just the lemon. Oh, I'm getting no fruit. I'm getting like some orange, maybe like a little bit of like rotten cherry, maybe something with a bit of like. I don't want to say juiciness, because that's not quite right. But you know when you get an orange and it's actually really good? Like, not an orange that's pretty good. 
I feel like one third of oranges are really good and two thirds of oranges are okay, but you eat them because they might be in that top third. All oranges in Minnesota are bad. You know, like they're bad. They're pretty bad. <laughs> I never really plotted it by location I was in when I ate the orange, but some oranges are disappointing and others aren't. Yeah, and that's this is, true. I'm, I'm catching like not disappointing yeah. orange. I think there's an orange snob at the There table, is such an orange snob. it's not one of the three of us. <laughs> but I don't want to name names. It's just rough. It's hard to get a fresh orange around here. Well, we are about as far as you can get from any of the natural orange yeah. growing locations. True. You know. True. I suppose you could go to the Dakotas and you would <laughs> technically be farther. Yeah. But... But you might be closer to California. Do they have oranges in California? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. So you might be closer to California oranges rather than Florida oranges. Yeah. But I mean, we're right in the... In the, yeah. In the... They, they aren't going to grow here. I, I was just meaning, though, like, that flavor that distinguishes yeah, yeah. a good orange from a bad No, orange. that really succulent, beautiful orange. Yeah. That, like, yeah. that flavor difference. I'm getting just a hint of that. Cool. I'm lucky. You are lucky because I'm getting... What did you say about... Charcoal y. Uh, yeah, this burned, is real smoky oak for me. Yeah. From the barrel. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just overwhelming to me. I'm so fascinated by See if this. I can get that without the lemon pledge slash varnish that I was getting. Yeah, that's a rough I'm sorry that's happening to you. We've 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 gotten hit with lemon pledge before. Oh and, really? You've and, had, and I'm super sensitive to it. It yeah. comes back. Oh yeah. no. I'm gonna um, put I, some I, I think the, Feel what you're saying. Yeah, right? this the, and and generally when that happens, my damn with faint praises. I'd put this in ginger ale because yeah. that's that's usually what I do with um, lemon pledgey single malts. Is I, ginger ale. I Interesting. Have added water. Oh, I just did too. But why it was so good without? Because we gotta. Because it's the show for science. Yeah. Heartbreaking. And well, it's a little it's better. It's for science, which is why these are called the science. science. Yeah. So the lemon is coming through even more for me now. Oh, no. Yeah, in the nose, right, it's... I'm going to reset. This, the citrus is coming out more strongly in the nose. It's still mild, but... Oh, yeah. You know, I'm getting almost a little bit of hay, maybe? That might be an improvement. Let's see if I can get that. Hay? <laughs> hey, you. We're going for the improvement hay. In the nose. Wet, I would say, for the taste, it's dropped the smoke. It's dropped the oakiness. The smoke is still there, but it's a little more mild. Oh, the oak has shifted from the body to the finish. Hmm, that's interesting. Um, yeah, I, f- I feel like, you know, that, that first taste dry in the in the sort of late part of the body where the charcoal bit was. Mm-hmm. I feel like that just hasn't moved. That's still sitting there. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you don't have... As much of the sweetness, you don't have as much of the vanilla, you don't have as much mm-hmm. of the like interesting, gently social graces. You just you just got the charcoal. I like this better dry. I think. Yeah, well, because it, it just it's not gonna. I would. I'm. I'm very much in the. There may be twenty percent of them that are better wet. Maybe if you're pushing it. Sure. Yeah, it just feels like uh, when it's dry, you've got the rest of the whiskey hiding that charcoal punch, and it, it makes sense. It feels like, oh, this this person I'm talking to has got a spine. But, you know, without wet, it's like it's it's just the punch. It's just the spine. 
It's a little bit argumentative. Yeah, and I, I can see the, the lemon coming out more strongly in, in wet than I, I did before. I'm still not quite getting the the problematic lemon lemon fresh pledge, but in in the nose with it wet because I, I still that's all I've done I haven't tasted it yet I'm still just getting the lemon maybe the lightest hint of a toffee and then for for the charcoaliness it's it's like smelling one of those like little charcoal filters that you put on a litter box yes there it is it's just it's just smelling the filter before I mean before the litter box but before like, the litter box but just but yeah. smelling the filter out of the box you know if you, if you it's like smelling a Brita. Before litter box, after litter box. <laughs> yeah, I, I hear what you're saying about the toffee, though. I feel like dry, it was more toffee but th- I would I would describe this as having toffee notes, certainly. There's toffee in the palate now, with it wet. And this, by the way, is 43%. And there's definitely a very cereal grainness to the top of the finish for me. Yeah. I wouldn't describe it as unpleasant, though. But now that you mention it, I'm, you know, I'm sort of reminded of the, the taste in your mouth after you've had a bowl of cereal and you're mm-hmm. sort of remembering the milky cereal interplay thing. I kind of hate that. It's like, cornflakes. Oh, cornflakes. No. Whoa. Like philosophically, <laughs> single malt that reminds me bowl of, of a bowl of cereal kind of concerns me. Why? You could have... Are you saying there's something wrong with having scotch for breakfast? <laughs> I mean, if I'm going to have alcohol and cereal, it's going to be Bailey's on Cocoa Puffs, because that's my traditional Irish breakfast, you know, St. Patty's Day breakfast, but you know. Um, oh, God. You know. That's intense um, and amazing and intense. I think it's because I think of scotch as an evening thing, and I think of cereal as a morning thing, and cereal as a morning yeah, thing when I'm not feeling up to cooking eggs or something else. Like I feel like cereal is a morning thing only when I've I've failed a little. I bet you could put scotch and eggs. Scotch eggs are different. No. I'm <laughs> saying you could add scotch while you're scrambling eggs. Oh sure. I, I mean I mean, you pick, could put pick, a lot pick, of pick one with eggs. a peppery finish. And that's, yeah. Just <laughs> I don't mean a lot, but, but you could add it to the mix and it would burn off and then you'd get oh mm, I'm gonna have to try that. Sorry, let me know how it is, and let me know which scotch you chose to sacrifice. So, so (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm I'm just gonna overall say that uh, with the water, this is lemon fresh cornflakes, and that's not (laughs) lemon fresh cornflakes, not in a good way. Top of the morning to you. Have some lemon fresh cornflakes. So, yeah, what is it? (laughs) Royal Tiger. Oh, I love that name. Royal Tiger is handcrafted in India's western shore in the idyllic state of Goa. With a 450-year history of Portuguese rule, (laughs) Goa is world-renowned for its refined spirits and sophisticated cuisine. Antonio José Henriquez was a pioneer in the Indian spirits industry and one of the first to produce straight single malt whiskey. Today, his son, Craig Henriquez, proudly carries on the family tradition as master distiller at Ocean King Distillers Estate in Goa. That's cool. Royal Tiger is a double-barreled straight single malt whiskey made from the waters of a pure private spring located on the property. It is crafted with select malted barley and aged in charred American charred American white oak barrels. That's the nice. result is an incomparable premium straight single malt whiskey. Let the taste of Royal Tiger transport you to the exotic land of Goa, India. Wow. 
You know, that description felt, like, weirdly colonial for a bottle of liquor. <laughs> like, well, I mean, it's, it is, yeah, it's like, we were, we were ruled as a colon, by a colonial power for 450 years. <laughs> why were they and cracking? That's, and that's why we could make scotch. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm a little bit confused about. It gives me complicated feelings about what they're bragging about exactly. Yeah, and, and the picture on the front is a tiger coming out of the Taj Mahal, which also feels very, really? Uh, uh, I well, wish this didn't taste as nice as it does, g- 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 Given the lack of ethnicity and the names, I mean, the, the whole colonial business seems to kind of fit. Yeah. I'm, I'm Jose, the, the, or I'm Jose, Antonio. The, or Antonio, the master distiller of and his son India. Craig and his son Craig yeah. from India. Wow. Yeah, I don't it, think we're getting sponsored by them either. No. <laughs> as far as the charred American white oak, I mean that makes yeah. sense for the for the flavor that we're getting in terms mm-hmm. of the smoke. I mean, Definitely a lot of char. And as a general rule, uh, white oak has not done mm-hmm. well for me, so that 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 explains a lot. Mm-hmm. You know. Let me look at that. I gotta see that tiger coming out of Oh yeah, that's exactly what's happening. Now this one I'm fairly certain I picked up a top value, uh, rather than total wine. Uh I, I tend to get the the um non Scottish mm-hmm. stuff from there. I, if if it's East Asian rather than the Indian subcontinent, it that tends to be total wine. But the the subcontinent stuff, the, the Indian single malt, I tend to get it at uh I I find it interesting because the Kamet didn't specify where it is. Oh, yeah. And that is coastal. Mm. And so I'm wondering if what... Because I, I really enjoyed the Amrut, which I believe specified that it is more towards the Himalayas. Mm-hmm. You know, this is sort of van art. This, this bottle is giving mm-hmm. me big van art vibes. Yeah, it's, it's hilarious. Like, the other bottle is really tasteful. I just... I wish I could just funnel them into each other. I, I, this one feels we we went for the tradition of our area, it the the design of the bottle or the the packaging, and that one feels, dude, welcome to India. Yeah, totally, yeah. this rips. Yeah, the, 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 this one is it's a is, is, is or a black, black is is Indian poster is white Indian vacation or that one is Bollywood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a shame because I feel like. Everything that is on, many things on this bottle, I guess I haven't looked at every word, has sort of convinced me not to like it, but I really like how it tastes dry. Well, and to be fair, Goa was ruled by the Portuguese for 450 (laughs) years, and obviously they were Portuguese, Yeah, and they started distilling stuff there. I prefer that they're straightforward about it, and the, the, the most Indian thing is they use... Just to show this is from India, here's the Taj Mahal, and we are the Royal Tiger brand. Or that's not the name of the brand, but it's the the scotch. Yeah. Uh, I guess I like that better than them trying to pretend <laughs> right, right. that, you know, it's maybe they're ethnic. just maybe they're just in a difficult situation regardless. You're right. <laughs> well, You're right. There is a certain amount of we are what we are. What yeah. would we do that wouldn't be more fake or more yeah. But I agree with you. I'm not sure the bragging about... On the other hand, if you were like, this is India, Craig, this at least explains why Why is the master distiller 
Craig Hernandez or whatever it was. Enriquez. <laughs> Craig Enriquez. I'm like, in India? Oh, colonial, colonial whoop-de-doos. Gotcha. Well, I'll, I'll start this one off. And um, I definitely liked it more than the Kamet. It, it weren't perfect. Boy, I, I, the wet was like, meh. But dry, I'm going to give it a three, four. I could have, I don't want to go too high in the threes because there, there's, it doesn't make me want to run out and get it. But it definitely, I felt, is, is, I'd enjoy, I enjoyed it more than Glenn Live at 12. So, you can go with 3-4. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Uh, I'm 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 gonna give this one a two. I would not buy this if I saw it ever again. I could not get past the burnt, mm-hmm. the smoke that. So that's my deal. I've learned that. I could that was all I could taste, and it wasn't fun. I'm curious if it. Do you think if it was just peaty, but no smoke? You didn't. You might enjoy it. I don't know. That's something I'm gonna have to find out. I don't know enough because it's you know when I've had. Well, they go. To, they often go together. They often go together. Yeah, and I think this. Remember when I said I was like, oh, this. Oh no, this feels like <laughs> my experience with really peaty whiskey. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, this one was definitely a lighter version of that than what I've had, but it was all I could pick up. It was just like it overwhelmed all my senses. So I must have a sensitivity <laughs> to the smokiness or something. Well, that's just we the all, flavor profile. Yeah, it's really yeah. interesting. There, I think it's some, interesting. Yeah, we we love. Um, I know. I don't know if you do yet. I, I but <laughs> Meredith. But I know Cedius and I love like the smoky peaty Langevin and Lafroig and things like that. Other people don't like them. I totally respect that. It's more for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I going just off what's in the glass for eight. I enjoyed this. I described it as a friend coming over, and I stand by that. Socially astute. Socially astute. astute. Yeah, I enjoyed this whiskey. I would have a conversation with it. It's pretty good. I love that. I might not ever add water to it, though. It's a bit like a gremlin. I'm sorry. I'm only laughing because I'm now picturing the. Well, it was a friend coming over. I didn't want to invite them in. They didn't really give me the choice. Hey, Craig, and then they stood there and talked to me for four and a half hours. <laughs> I'm feeling called out all of a sudden. I'm not sure why. Um, I, I liked it. I liked the smokiness. I liked how gentle it was up front. I liked the full-bodied charcoal. I felt like I was really drinking something, but it didn't make too big a deal out of it. Yeah, I liked it. Cool. I didn't. Um, <laughs> kind of got that feeling. I mean, I, I, this was still better than the last one for me, but I, I, I'm giving it a 2.8. This this was not my cup of tea. Uh, and unlike the rest of you... It's not tea, man! And unlike the rest of you, I preferred it with the water. So, yeah, oh. this, this was not... I'm so sorry to hear that. Well, like I said... I, Indian singles and I don't get along, and that that just seems to be what it is. I think I've liked one of the we've had what eight. Yeah, oh, there's. I was just gonna has ask, is eight? there a lot of them? I know we've had at least three different omroots. Well, I brought in I my very first show. I brought a pair of omroots, and 
I know we did at least one other. I feel we've done Indian. one or two since. Yeah. So this would be at least six. Yeah, I I'm, love I'm that. One other, one other pair. I mean, it's yeah, no, really we're, we're cool to try. Yeah. There, there I, aren't a lot of Indian, but <laughs> I didn't know they existed. You can find something almost everywhere. Yeah. But uh, India had India Emirate won some really big awards for a bit. And I don't understand how. And <laughs> I really enjoyed them. But there's there's I mean there's a couple different Indians, but they're Indian mm-hmm. distilleries, but not that many. Yeah. Yeah, we we've we've had four or five different ones. Or like we've had four or five in the house, whether they've been on the show yet. Because mm-hmm. there's at least one more that we have in the kitty that hasn't been on the show. I'd make a marinade out of this. If I got this as a gift, I'd be like, okay, this is going to go on pork chops or something like that. That's probably what I would do with it. Because I don't think I could drink it. Like, I, I wish I, if I was Meredith, I could. But I my, can't as Shannon. My wife made chocolate truffles, scotch chocolate truffles. Ooh, so delicious. That were amazing. Yeah. So scotch... Well, I don't normally recommend it as a cooking <laughs> additive because it's the most expensive. Yeah, I was just going to really say, there's it. other ways to get there. Yeah, but, yeah. But, but if you have it and you you know want to add yeah. it, it can it can really make an interesting impact. Mm-hmm. No, I'm trying to think. Let's see. We've there are single malts on North America. Mm-hmm. There are single malts, obviously, in the UK. There are single malts. In France, and... I don't think we've had anything in the Southern Hemisphere. I don't think so. Yeah, I, uh, I, I've i been looking for something African, and I have yet to find that African... Oh, wait, we maybe we found a South African. Did we? I, I feel that if we found one, it was from there. And I don't remember um, if we've had it or not. I, I, mean, I feel I've at least seen one. I, I haven't seen anything Australian, and I've seen nothing no, South American. And nothing's New Zealand, which is surprising, given That's that interesting. The, wine, yeah. the wines there are... Yeah. I've not seen anything South American no. or Central American. I would be really curious to know what all of your favorite, like per continent. Yeah, I would, would too. Be. That would be a cool, like, to well, lay out a. In some map of them, you're of limited. Yeah. Yes, exactly. This it's, is why I'm curious. We've had Canadian. We've had Canadian, and we've had, and we've uh, had American, North, so North America. Yeah, so, okay, so, so there's definitely options there. Um, and, and, and for that, it's probably the thing that I brought back from Wyoming that we've not had on the show yet. Uh, we we had... Guys. The yeah. single malt was in. Your but. favorite North American whiskey is that thing you brought back from Wyoming? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> okay. Wow, I'm impressed. Good job, Wyoming. Um, <laughs> that the, thing. I can't think of anything else continental other than those the French ones. Um, we've it's, had the Swedish. We had one Swedish. Oh, that's right. Um, but there, there's not much on um, Europe. We've, yeah. we've, had, we've had an Austrian. I have no recollection of that one. Uh, you might not have been here for that episode. It, it, that was also the one that was finished in the Pinot Noir, mm. which was interesting. Oh, did, did Europe I would just love that. sort of say Scotland's right over there? Let's you know, not. The, the UK wins. <laughs> just don't. Just you. Don't we'll do wine. You do scotch. We're good. Yeah. Just one last taste. Little hints of chocolate, maybe, in the Royal Tiger? I don't think there's anything that I've had so that's sad. Russian or Eastern European. Mm. Uh, or or anything else that was Asian except India and Japan. Taiwan. Do we have a Taiwanese? Yeah, we've, we've had, oh, yeah. We've had yeah, Taiwan yeah. a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and we I actually, totally forgot. Thank you for reminding uh, me. We've also had Tasmanian. 
So we have had Australian. We have. Yeah. So, yeah. Unfortunately, if I yeah. recall. <laughs> yeah, they weren't good. Unfortunately. <laughs> they weren't good. They were expensive and they weren't good. Yeah. I think that's the other thing with my writings is I always feel like y'all are so much more aware of how good whiskey gets. And I'm just like, I kind of like whiskey. Yeah. The, the, the problem with being 190 episodes in, uh, yeah, we're 190 yeah. episodes in. <laughs> so <laughs> that means uh, we're at 380 single Give or take. You know, whiskeys that <laughs> yeah. we've had on the show, and we've had whiskeys not on the show. So, yeah. like, I, I've certainly had at least 400 scotches at this the, point. In my yeah. The other thing is that I used to jokingly say I've never met a single malt I didn't like. And then these guys had to go and introduce me to them. <laughs> we solved that problem. Yeah, because I used to be, I, I, without any hyperbole, I was like, I have loved every single malt I've had. Right. And then they were like, try this. And I'm like, oh. It took you around the corner oh. and it beat you up a bit. And, it, you're yeah, like, and then you're like, oh, man. Can I drink something out of my shoe <laughs> to make it taste better? Yeah. And... What that does is it gives you more... I mean, obviously, we're still scoring things that are not great. Yeah. But it really takes something for, for us to go below two. Because that's... Wow. You've got to... and yeah, and, try. Yeah. You, you really... you we, we joke about it, but it really makes you wonder... Mm-hmm. What were they doing? Because yeah. it's, it's true. You can really like something, and I could really not like it. And you end up with a... a you know, upper threes, lower yeah. twos or something. Yeah. But to go, like, this is terrible. Yeah, I can't drink it. I could, I mean, if I had to drink it, I guess I could drink Royal Tiger. It would just be... You wouldn't enjoy it. I'd be a little sad. The, you, the, the, you the made a face. We had not that I'd one, make a though. face. The Minnesotan was, was... Yeah, we had a yeah. Minnesotan one, and it, it, it did... Mm. Did you have one of the oh, Far North wow. ones? Uh, no, Dom Fork is, is relatively local. Okay. Um, Far North Spirits has some very interesting filtration the, systems. The problem with a lot of these across the world is they were, they were started relatively recently. And because of that, they are under a huge amount of pressure to get a product out that they can sell because... They were started when scotch is suddenly big and we need to hit that market. We need yeah. to make money. And so what happens is it is very mm. difficult to keep enough product back yeah. to have older 12s, 15s, 18s, 21s. The reason why I brought up Far North uh, was that if you go to their distillery, once upon a time, and I don't know if this is still the case, um, they will let you tour their distillery. And they have a pretty good filtration system, and they will let you smell each of the filters. And it is phenomenal for identifying what that harsh thing is in your liquor. Nice. It's really cool. I don't know if they still do this. I have not personally done it. A friend of mine has, and he would not talk, stop talking about it for like six months. <laughs> um, I, I would, if you're ever near Fargo, I would recommend giving it a try, especially since you guys, you know, we have words for harshness, but we don't have really articulate words for harshness sometimes. And I I think that, like, they can be more precise, which is really a shame. (laughs) And and damn it, I was there in January. I wish I would have known to pick something up when I was there. Oh, I am happy to give you a list of booze to get from Fargo, because they have my one of my favorite meteries. White 
White Bear Meadery has been doing impressive stuff. I haven't been there yet, but I've drank their things and I've been impressed. Um, but there's a meadery up in Fargo that's really good. Yeah, I went more road trip ideas. A short Sherry trip Rose. on the the twin the Twin Spirits one, the Twin Spirits Distillery in um, Northeast. Oh, how yeah. is it? Mm-hmm. Um, woman owned by a woman named Michelle Winchester. She's the whiskey is um, in wine barrels. That was also a woman owned winery, which I think is cool. Cool. But so shout out to that. They passed the industry Bechtel test of one woman using a thing another woman. No one's just sitting around talking about the boyfriends. Mm-hmm. But it's but it's um. The likelihood that they have the the wherewithal to store whatever oh, yeah. they made for ten years. Oh yeah, well yeah, yeah. <laughs> also whiskey, not necessarily single malt. Yeah, it's know. whiskey. Yes. It's yeah. yeah although, just to be although clear, to be yeah. fair, it's almost likely to be given given that it's unlikely that they're getting stuff from other distilleries no. to mix. But you're, I, I know what you're saying. But yeah, that's why, that's mm-hmm. why I, and, and we, we don't, we don't specifically go, oh, I think this is young. It's got to be trash. Mm-hmm. It's that you are more limited. Sure. When you don't have a whole ton of things you can pick from that are varying ages. Yeah. That will modify the, the taste. Well, she then, also makes moonshine only on full moons. So she... That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Pretty that's pretty cool. literal. <laughs> like, yeah. what's, what's the place called again? It's called Twin Spirits, and it's uh, northeast. Well, the, 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 other, the other thing in, in regards to, to like aging in the U.S. versus Scotland, we also have a, a greater temperature variance, and that allows for the breathing of the, of the wood to, to happen yeah, a lot faster. Yeah, it, it doesn't, and, and I mean, this is not me saying any place except the U.K. can't age it and is terrible. It's just there are hurdles that if you're a new distillery in Everything's Tasmania, older there. <laughs> it's harder yeah. to get... Oh, for sure. To where you're like, mm-hmm. try this. It's the same with wineries. I mean, some of the new, you know, wineries that I've been to, like, you know, they're like, here's a bottle, thank you, and whatever. And then I'm like, oh god, it's just terrible. And then after even eight years, how much better the wine well, is? It's the, amazing. So yeah, that's the, a real. The nice thing though with wineries is, at least from my uneducated, I'm, I'm. I like to joke, I'm an apprentice wine snob. I have the snobbery <laughs> down, but I don't know jack about the wines. Um, I think wineries have an advantage there because, one, you don't have to age them as long. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not, and two, there's sort of this, oh, well, it's a $5 bottle of wine. I don't expect it to be amazing. Yeah, I mean, and, the, yeah. And, yeah, you still, yes, I'm sure some of them are still like, oh, God. Yeah, some of them are <laughs> but, pretty bad. But I mean. <laughs> They're not drinkable. You know. Yeah. Two-buck Chuck is, <laughs> people, you, people still drink Well, there's it. cheap wine and there's wine that's not ready. And that's yes. a different, yeah. Right. Yeah. But you can get away with having cheap wine. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> it, it seems also a bit like the thing you're saying is whiskey is a little bit. Define like the painter's palette of of the uh, person making the whiskey with the fancy name that I forgot. Master distiller. The master distiller. Craig. <laughs> the painter's palette of the master distiller. Poor Craig. Is limited by what they've made in mm. the lifetime of the distillery and still have on hand. And oh, so, for true. the newer distilleries, mm-hmm. you know, even if there is a master distiller at a new place and everything that year was crap. 
he would have so many new ways to fix it. But at a I new could put place, out crap in twenty million different ways, <laughs> and they do. Yeah. But at a new place, yeah. they really don't have yeah. as many tools to try to adjust for different stuff. Yeah, also true. So, on on the note of myriads of ways of producing crap. <laughs> well, no, no, I don't like that segue because we're about to talk about the Trinity's Horse Festival again. And oh. <laughs> Okay. Well, in the ways in the ways things can horrify. (laughs) (laughs) On a technicality, I'll let that slide. (laughs) We should we should remind people of upcoming things which we started talking about, but we kind of sidetracked with more drinking. (laughs) The rails they go everywhere. (laughs) So. I'm not involved at all, so all I'm going to do is toss it over to the two people who have an involvement with Twin Cities Horror Fest <laughs> to remind everyone what it is and, and when. Yeah, it's amazing, and it's in October, the 19th through the 29th. There's 11 different shows. I'm doing a show called Songversations. Um, we have been told we will burn, which is going to be a cabaret immersive uh, show about witches, and I'm also in... Um, company special when let's play called kin but there's a lot of other shows by incredible artists and it's something that it's a wonderful thing to do um, because it's at the Korean theater in northeast and it gets you completely ready for the halloween season like you, you're in it it's pretty great I don't have much more to add to that, but the, the dates are there. There's, yeah, other production companies. I mean, Dangerous Productions is back, mm-hmm. so you'll, you'll have your stage gore. You're going to have some serious do. blood, yeah. Uh, and, and, and then, I, I mean, I don't know specifically what Tim Wick is doing, but I know he's got a show this year. Yes, that's um, right. So, yeah, there's, there's, it's a great variety of, of producers, and I'm, I'm very much looking forward to the lineup. Yeah. Is there anything you would like to flog? Just mentioning that SkullCon is uh, the weekend of September 30th, and uh, if... Organized play, tabletop role-playing game stuff sounds like fun. It's a bit like D and D, except you don't have to find scheduling with all your friends. You find scheduling with people who aren't your friends yet, but most of whom are really friendly. Uh, are you gonna make friends? Yeah, you can make new friends or like bring a friend. I don't know. It's great. I've I've usually had just a really good time. Excellent. And my niece oh. is getting married. That's oh. all. I've... So there we go. That's oh, amazing. That's so good. Congratulations <laughs> to your niece. Yes. <laughs> and the reception is at a bowling alley. Amazing! It is. That's even and more I'm looking amazing. Forward to it. Oh, that'll be a great wedding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I uh, want to make a bowling pun, but I didn't think of one in time. Spare me. <laughs> <laughs> now, now is the time that we toast our way out of the show. I'm and gonna pin it on her. I was gonna say. You managed to dodge last week, so this week has come around to say hello. <laughs> I just do a normal toast, right? Any toast will do. Yeah. To friends, as the seasons get colder, let our hearts grow warmer. Here, here. Oh, Slancha.